I'm Holly from Salonology, and when I had my spa, I used timely appointment booking software. I loved their innovative features, which helped me to deliver an exceptional client experience, build a booming and busy business, and give me the freedom to run my salon how I wanted. Their UK-based support team were always there to help with my needs, but what wasn't there was long-term contracts or hidden fees. As one of our listeners, you can exclusively enjoy 50% off Timely for your first three months when you go to www.gettimely.com and use the promo code Salonology. I'm Holly Power and I recommend Timely appointment booking software. I'm Ryan. And welcome to the Salonology Show. Oh, yeah. This is the second part of a very special two-parter yes. to help you spring into 2022 boing. in an amazing way. Boing, 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 so if you haven't actually had a chance to listen to episode 34, last one that we did, which came out between Christmas and New Year, go back and have a little listen. What are you playing at? Go and listen to that. We are talking all about goal setting and mm. how to make 2022 the best year that it can be. And we're going to carry that on today with some really forward thinking philosophies on how to create good, manageable goals for the year ahead. Can I start by saying Happy New Year, everyone? Yeah, absolutely. A great big Happy New Year. 2022. I've got a good feeling about 2022, personally. What about you? Is that because it's nice round numbers? It is a nice round number. Mm. I didn't like 2021 in that respect. No, no. You are a bit like that, aren't you? What, weird? Uh, Yes. Yes. Um, But uh, 2022, yes, it's nice and round. But also, I think we should have a good year this year. Mm. I think um, we have all... Been through the ringer, had a bit of a challenge, but this this year looks happier and more positive. So let's uh, let's look excitedly at the year ahead. Yes, indeed. My prediction for the year is it will be like every year uh, up until this point, which will be opportunity mixed with difficulty. Mm, absolutely. Every year is the same. Mm. There will opportunity and there will be some difficulty. Yeah. And that's kind of what we should expect. And will there be some low points? Yes. You know, will, uh, you know, pandemic or otherwise related, will there be problems and issues? Yeah, there will. They're going to come. So... It's ridiculous to think otherwise, but that doesn't mean there aren't going to be huge opportunities as well. Yeah, absolutely. A lot of what I'm seeing at the moment in our industry is people don't really know how to plan ahead. Right. Because they're not really sure what's going to happen. No. So I think people feel like, I mean, it's the same with everything, isn't it? We we saw so many cancellations in December for people and people just weren't booking treatments as much because people were like, well, I don't know what's going to happen. I'm not going to book. Mm. Or then new things came out. Oh, I'm going to cancel my appointment. And it's caused a lot of stress and worry. And I think because of that, some people are going to say, well, I'm just going to wait and see what happens. I don't want to make any plans because I think... I think there's the the worry that if you make a plan and it consistently goes wrong and you can't follow it, then you feel a bit lost and untethered. Mm -hmm. So we have a little bit of a theory here, a little bit of a strategy to help people with that. Uh, It's something I actually spoke about in the first lockdown. It was a great piece of advice that I got from uh, a lady called Ruth, who was a counsellor. And we did a live together on the Timely channel. And she came up with this theory. So I'm going to credit her for this because... Um, she, What's her name? Ruth Chaloner. Right. Ruth Chaloner. Hello, and Ruth. She, yeah. Hi, Ruth. And she um, she mentioned this in, in the training that we did for our community, which was about how to deal with that sort of 
uncertainty around planning. And it's a great strategy and it's really simple to follow and it actually helps you get your head in the right space. Hit me with it. And it's called the ABC strategy. Oh, yeah. Okay, so essentially... Sounds easy. Yeah, yeah. Get it? I do. Easy as I could carry on because I actually love that song. So anyway... How it works essentially is you provide yourself with three different plans. Mm-hmm. Okay. Your A, your B, your C. I see. Without wanting to sound too like our prime minister. Um, but you can call <laughs> it one, two, three. You can call it, you can give them different names if you like. Whatever. Gold, silver, bronze. Gold, silver, bronze. Yeah. So your gold plan is essentially going to be, let's assume there's no restrictions. Everything's open. Everything's normal. Yeah. How do you want your year to look? Mm-hmm. Right. If that, you know, if, if, if everything's open and normal, or, or it's your own variation of this, of course, as well. But that's going to be your gold strategy. So what are you aiming to create? What are you looking to have in motion? You know, what do you want your business to look like? Where do you want your business to be financially? Where do you want to be in the way of your location, your staffing, all sorts of things? We'll talk more about that as well in a minute. But it's about making sure that, you know, if you've got full ability to run your business at its full capacity, and this applies to your life and everything as well. This might apply to your family, might apply to your home. How does that year pan out for you? Mm-hmm. Let's pretend there's no pandemic and everything disappears and you're totally clear to do whatever you want in 2022. How does that look for you? Mm-hmm. Right? How do we go all guns blazing? What plan are we going to put in place? Right. But then you've got your silver plan. Mm. And your silver plan is assuming, and I'm just going to use this as an example, you can do it as you like, there are some restrictions, right? So the restrictions might mean that you have to wear face masks in salons, that you can only see a certain number of people and you have to do, you know, all these PPE things again, and you've got extra time between clients. So then how does that look? How does that change from the gold plan? What do you need to do in order to make sure that that is all, you know, in motion, Okay. Yes. So you start to think, right, okay, well, maybe if that happens, then I need to focus on my high ticket items to make sure that I'm still as financially stable as I would be otherwise. Yeah. Then maybe it's that you need to consider how you're going to deal with, you know, if you've got to get more PP into your business, are you putting your prices up to encourage that? Has the prices of PPE gone up? Do you need to factor that into your numbers and this is relevant for you know your personal life as well maybe there'll be a restriction on how many people can meet up at once do you have a big birthday how can you still have a wonderful birthday and stay in those restrictions Mm -hmm. if that's what you choose to do yeah so you start to make your plan b and then you've got your c version your 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 bronze and this is kind of a bit of a worst case scenario right so it might be there's a lockdown and your business has to shut. Oh, but it, you know, I don't think it will happen, but it could happen. We don't know what's going to happen. Who knows? And we're kind of at the mercy of, of the government making these decisions. So if that happens, what are you going to do? Because if your business is closed, how can you continue to make money? Yep. Or how do you use that time effectively? When we had the first lockdown, yep. most people for the first few weeks were just kind of their head was spinning because we'd never experienced anything like it before. We just didn't know how to handle it. We didn't know what to do. We didn't know what it meant. It was really scary for people. We're pros at this now. And we now can see, and, and in fact, we were with one of our clients the other week and she said, oh, actually, I'm so busy. You know, it'd be quite nice to have a bit of a break in a joking way. But I do actually think some people probably feel like that. They probably think, actually... I can get my head 
in the game if I have a bit of time to do something. So look at the positives that would come with that happening for you. What is it you could use that time to do? Maybe you want to learn a new skill. Maybe you want to sit through a course to understand how to remarket your business. Maybe you want to you know, set some proper goals for yourself. Maybe it's a fitness thing. Maybe it's uh, you want to renovate your house and it's a great time to do it. Mm -hmm. So you start to look at what the C plan or plan, the bronze plan looks like for you. Now, the reason this works so well is because it gives you control back over what's happening. Mm -hmm. It makes you feel like whatever happens, whatever eventuality I know what I'm going to do. I know what plans are in place. I know how I'm going to handle this. And it makes you feel more in control of the situation because we don't have any control over what's going to end. We get ourselves very stressed out, you know, because, you know, this announcement's been made, this has been made, maybe there's no funding, whatever. And we get ourselves really stressed out about it. And, you know, we always try to teach, you know, you can't, you can't worry too much about what you can't control. But this gives you a little bit of control back. And it might be that you have to jump between the different plans because different things are happening. Maybe when you're open, you're focusing on plan gold. And then if you have to close, then you jump across to your bronze plan. But it means that you've always got something in mind so you know what to do, whatever happens. If you fail to plan, you're planning to fail. You said that? Benjamin Franklin, mm -hmm. one of the wisest men who ever lived. And where do you see Benjamin Franklin? On the notes. Which note? Uh, hundreds. Yeah. Hundred dollar bills. Hundred dollar bills. Show All about the, ben the Benjamins. Show me the Benjamins. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, so yeah, totally agree with that. And it's worth considering this because as you say, it's naive to think that there aren't going to be some issues and problems that are going to arise in the year ahead. There will be some that's, you know, it's, that's a guarantee. I mean, they're going to be different for different people, mm. but there's going to be some things. So it does kind of make sense to at least give it some consideration you know, not too much. You know, you don't want to be sitting here mapping out Armageddon that might never happen. Yeah. But by the same token, it's worth having, as you say, a, I don't want to say plan B because I'm sounding like Mr. Johnson again, but it is worth having a plan B in that respect. We're going to call it the plan silver. So what I also wanted to talk about today was, you know, actually having a bit of a timeline in your business. And, and this is great. And this can interact with your ABC strategy too. And we talk about timelines because, I mean, I remember somebody once coming for a job interview with me and this is when I still had my spa and she came along and she said that she wanted to do, because I, I was, we were actually outsourcing therapists to other hotels to do in-room treatments and stuff as well. And in order for somebody to do any of these mobile treatments, they needed to have a car because, you know, they would have to get the beds and products and whatever to wherever it was they were headed. So this girl had come for this job interview and we were sitting chatting and I said, do you have a car? Do you have? She said, well, no, I don't have a driver's license. And I said to her, are you planning on getting a driver's license? She said, in the next five to 10 years, which I was just thought, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. was the oldest thing, the next five to 10 years. I can tell you with pretty a great deal of certainty that she will get that probably in year 10, if at all. Uh, yes, I doubt she's got her driver's license now. Did she get the job? No, no. she did not. No. Um, and it, it just seemed like a bizarre thing, especially for such a young girl as well, where, you know, she might be listening. She might be. Hi, for listening. I can't remember her name. It's all about the finer intricacies. Yeah, it was a very, very long time ago. But I remember thinking, God, if you want your driver's license, why aren't you going for it now? And you have to get a timeline into your business. And yep. again, we see this all the time. You know, somebody walks around the beauty show and they see this machine, right? And it is a hair removal machine or, you know, it's laser or 
diode or IPL or whatever. And they ask the price and they think, oh, yeah, I'm going to get one of those one day because mm. that's going to help me grow my business and it's, you know, high ticket item and I can make a lot of money. And the problem is they say, I'm going to get one one day. Yes. They don't say, I'm going to have one in six months. I'm no. going to have one in three months. Mm. Or I'm going to make it happen now. Yeah. They just go, at some point, I will get one. Yeah. Someday never comes. No. So this is the problem. They, they, you know, they don't necessarily set a clear plan as to how it's going to happen, how it's all going to come together. Brian Tracy says, you've got to get yourself off the island. Someday I'll. That's where they mm. live, these people. Yeah. Someday I'll lose weight. Someday yeah. I'll get the skills I need to upgrade my business. Someday yeah. I'll put my prices up. And Someday we, I'll get off the island. Yeah, it's very true. And um, we create excuses for it. Well, I don't mm. have the money yet. Okay, that's fine. Not everybody's got the money right now to go and buy this machine. No. Understandable. You can't just put yourself in tons of debt maybe, or, you know, maybe that scares you. But make a plan make as a to plan. when make a you plan. do want to do it. Give yourself six months if a that's deadline. what it's going to yep. take. Give yourself a deadline. Yep. So what we want to do is we want to create a timeline for the year ahead. Okay. Map out how your salon business looks for you over the next 12 months. Okay. And this is all areas of your business. Staff. Mm-hmm. Your staffing. Lots of people are taking the, you know, the toe dip of getting their first staff member in place. Obviously, having staff members gives you potentially more freedom. It gives you the chance to step away a bit from your business, to outsource maybe some of your lower ticket items to them. If you don't want to do certain treatments, you can pass them on to somebody else. Or maybe it's even not to do with the treatments. Maybe it's to do with the graphic design, yeah. the social media posting, the accounts, the cleaning, yeah. whatever. That one also can go the other way. There was going to be some people listening who are going to be thinking, I want less staff. Definitely. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Doesn't you might necessarily think, mean more. No, it might mean you want to, you know, you eventually want to scale your back to yourself. Yeah, you yeah, really yeah, want to yeah. be working solo. Mm. Honestly, if I was to go and open a spa tomorrow or a salon or a clinic or whatever, would I want staff? Probably not. Ooh. I'd probably outsource everything except the main treatments. Because, you know, staff, whilst they can create more freedom, they can also create more problems. If your goal not is... Ours. No, definitely clear. not. We have an awesome team. Um, <laughs> but if you are looking to bring staff in or scale staff back, start planning out how that looks and when that looks. Because, yeah. you know, it's not an overnight process either. No. It takes time to find the right person. And you might want to time it with, you know, where you're based seasonally. We live in a seaside town, we which do. is considerably busier in the summer. Mm. So, you know, for instance, if I had a place now, I probably wouldn't hire a staff member until the spring. Because it wouldn't naturally be as busy. Got it. So, you know, think about all those different factors, how that looks. Maybe you want to tie that person in with a new expansion of your business, a renovation of your business or something else as well. So, so for example, then, let's just kind of map these in together then. Yeah. So if, you're, if you've sat down and you've sat there and you've gone, right, this year I am absolutely smashing it and my income goals are to profit an extra £50,000, let's yeah. say, for argument's sake. Mm-hmm. And therefore, to enable me to do that, I've done the maths and I know that I'm going to need three more therapists. Mm-hmm. So I need one therapist by December. Yeah. I need one by August. And mm-hmm. I need one by April. Is, yeah. that, is that what you're saying? That's what I'm saying. Okay. Yeah. The same applies to, you know, changes that you want to make in your business and your services and your offerings. So, okay. you know, new machines, like right. I was just talking about, but new treatments, oh, yeah. product brands that mm-hmm. you want to bring in. Mm-hmm. I see a lot of people who say, oh, I really want to use that brand but I can't afford the opening order yet. Right. So again, 
create a date where you want to have that time by. Look at what the price is, work out how you can get there and how long it's going to take you mm-hmm. and make a plan mm-hmm. and speak to them mm-hmm. and start opening that that conversation and saying, look, I'm planning to bring you in on these dates. So, you know, you start to build that relationship. So when you're ready to go, you're ready to go. New treatments. We should always be reassessing our menu mm. all the time. We should always be looking at, is this working? Is this serving our clients best? Is this getting the results that we're promising? How can we tweak it? Does How it can we change it? Does it make money? Is it profitable? Do we enjoy doing it in our business? These are the questions we need to constantly ask. We changed our menu all the time. We would get bored of doing stuff or we'd try something. It didn't really work. Maybe we changed the brands that we were working with and we were constantly evolving. And it's great to bring new things in because it's great content. It's a great thing to shout about, bring new stuff in. It tracks your old clients back. So think about if there's new products, new treatments you want to put on your menu, how that looks and when you're going to do it. I mean, if you're going to be like doing a soothing you know, aloe vera from sunburn treatment in your business. And you think, oh, I'm going to create this. Well, there's no point doing it now because mm. you're not going to get anybody book it. No. But you think, well, I'm going to launch that in June, ready for the summer month. And I think, as you say, it's, it's always worth just constantly reassessing, reevaluating. Does it still serve me? Is it what people want? Because things do change. Mm. You know, the only constant in life is change. So we know that there's everything does have a potential shelf life. I mean, I can remember when we made the decision or you made the decision to stop offering spray tans. Mm. And it was seen at the time as like some people were in literal disbelief Mm. because there was a conception that you couldn't possibly have a salon that didn't offer spray tanning because it was that popular. And now loads of people don't offer it. Probably Mm. more people don't than do. Yeah. And that was because it was no longer serving the business in in the way it was bringing in the right people and it was a pain in the backside and it stunk and we had to re redecorate all the time and all these different things. So it's sometimes it's going to be removal of stuff as much as it is, you know, out with the old, in with the new, mm-hmm. all that sort of thing. That sounds yeah. the sort of thing we should say this time of year. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. De- what else? A decluttering oh, service. Yeah. Oh, you yeah. declutter your menu. Yeah. Um price increases. Yes. I know people are terrified of them. They They're are, absolutely they really are oh, well, I did one four years ago. Mm. What? Well. Um, get your prices up. Don't see the energy companies apologising to too many people. They don't even people. tell you, do they? They just stick your price up. And, and look how and much theirs have pay. gone up. Yeah. yeah. Inflation is at an all-time, not an all-time high, but it's high at the moment. It's higher than it's been in a long time. You absolutely must put up your prices this year if yeah. you've not already done so. Definitely. Absolutely. You can't, you can't not. Well, has it gone up 5%, I think, isn't it? Around 5% inflation, yeah. So if you were to not put your prices up and continue as you are, you're going to potentially lose... of your turnover, technically, Mm. which could amount to a huge amount of your profit. Yeah. Well, what would actually happen is your costs are likely to go up by that. Yeah, but that's going to eat into your profit, isn't it? Your profit is going to get hit whichever way you cut it. Yes, exactly. And it is going to be, as you say, it's it's, you're effectively subsidising it out of your own pocket. Exactly. Effectively. This is one of the weird ones where you get, you know, some people, they just... You just have to look at them and they'll give you, offer you a discount, certain people. Yeah. And they'll be like, oh, it's five pound off, five pound off here, 10 pound off there. But would you give that person five or 10 pounds if you just saw them in the street? Probably not. No. But that's what you're doing. Yeah. It's coming literally out of you, especially if you're, if it's just you and, you know, the ca- calculations really are that simple. 
Mates mm. rates, you know, mates, yeah. good mates shouldn't want a mates rates. So they should be happy to support your business. Yeah. So, so schedule your price increases. Yep. How many a year would you say? Two? Yeah. Why not? Yeah. What? Well, first of Jan, first of July. For example. Yep. Okay. So something else you might be thinking about in the year ahead is renovations. Oh yeah. We have to constantly do up our salons because yep. they get oil on the wall and tan and polish on the floor and yep. it gets weathered and a fresh painted salon doesn't mean going and spending fortune necessarily on having it all renovated but just keeping on top of that liquor paint that level does make a difference to yep. how your salon is presented to your clients definitely and the clients love it and it's good for your socials and it's just good for everything really i know and it's it doesn't have to be a huge thing to do i mean we had a flat that we were renting out at one point and it just wouldn't rent and wouldn't rent and wouldn't rent and we went and we just repainted everything and then the next person who came to see it rented it because it just felt fresher and nicer in there and it's just one of those things that you can do to to keep everything nice and clean and yeah you know as nice as possible as the space that you have you can make it but it might be that you're like, look, I want to move into the building next door. Maybe you want to change your premises. Maybe you want to make your premises smaller. Maybe you want to move to a cabin in your garden. Maybe you want to build up. Maybe you want to get the building above you and you want to expand into it. Maybe you want to change some of the rooms around. Maybe it's have just having a move around the salon in general. Mm. But this is a great thing for you to be able to put into your plan. Because if you do have any major work doing, you're going to have to factor that into your client's experience as well. Yep. There's lots of different things that you need to think about. So you can say, well, do you know what? Traditionally, we have a quiet time this time of year because something happens in the local town and traffic can't get in. So we're really quiet for a few days. That's the perfect time to go and get the place painted. Yep. Get it booked and get it organized because it's you can't lastminute.com this kind of stuff. So if you actually factor it in, plan it, Get it into a timeline mm-hmm. that you can look at and say, right, this is what we're going to do. And mix this in with your ABC strategy too, if you want, and that you can say, okay, well, if there is a bit of downtime where I'm closed, that's when we'll go in and paint. Yeah. Go buy the paint. Mm-hmm. Have it there ready. Yes. So when it happens, you think, right, you're bang, ready to let's go. go in, let's paint. Yeah. And, you know, you're good to go. Yeah, great yeah. ideas. And I think as well, this is part of the, as I say, part of the overall, this is where it kind of ties in with some of your goals as well, because it's all about working out what you want. And then this is the plan to actually make that happen. And sometimes you have to sort of put pen and paper together to work some of this out. It's not going to come just as a result of hope. You're not just going to, most businesses, if you're saying to yourself at the start of the year, next year, I want to grow my business by 20%. If you then just do everything the same as you did last year, it's probably not going to grow by 20%. It's probably, it might, it might do, but the likelihood is that you will just do about the same. If you do the same, you're going to get about the same. So if you want to make sure you grow up by 20%, then you need to sit down and work out every single thing that you could do that might help contribute to that mm. and then do some of them and stick them in this timeline while you're at it. And it doesn't have to be rigid. It's not like you can't go back into this timeline and change things or have a change of course. That's probably going to happen. But it's just having a strategy, a plan, which is so much more worthwhile than having nothing, which Mm. is what most people have. They have nothing at all. And they're just living day to day, reactively waiting to see what life throws at them and what the market throws at them and what the government throws at them. Yeah. And there is a better way. And it starts with working out what you want and then your plan on how to achieve it. Exactly. Excellent. Well, I feel like we've I feel like we've gone forward there. 
I feel like we have, and I hope you feel like you have too. And these things work, these strategies work because they give you a structure. And when you're feeling a little bit out of control, a little bit worried, a little bit scared, Hmm. these things will help to make you feel more confident in your business for the year ahead. And they'll make you feel more in control of where your business goes. Because ultimately, at the end of the day, it's your business. It is your business. And you can make it whatever you want to do, but you've got to have some kind of structure and plan in place. And if you understand that you need to change some of the inputs to get some different outputs, and I promise you, you do, because there's nothing more bonkers than thinking if you keep doing something the same way, you're going to get different results, because you're not, right? That's obvious to all of us. Quite. Therefore, if you want to change some of those inputs, maybe get around some fresh ideas, some different people, and get some of the strategies which are going to actually work to help grow your business, then maybe you need to come and join our gold club. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Plug time. Come and join Synology Gold Club. If you're really determined to make 2022 your best ever year in business or even just a bit less rubbish, right, than it has been, then we can help you with that. And I promise you that if you're sitting there thinking, well, one of my goals would be to earn an extra X thousands of pounds either a month or a year then i promise you that you're gonna have a better chance of doing that with us than not and the amount that you will pay to join our gold club will be an absolute pittance when you achieve your goals oh god yeah absolutely um you just gonna sell reasonably price it really is um just go to salonologygoldclub.com for all the details come join us Join us. Come and join us. Right, so drink drink. It's gonna be a slightly different format for the next upcoming episode. So we're gonna be we're gonna be shaking it up a little bit. We're still gonna be doing our off the cuff, unplugged style. They're still gonna be around. They're still gonna be around, but we're gonna chuck in something different as well. We've got our salon owners real life stories coming to you as well. Now, if you were uh, around us through lockdown three, we think it is, but we're not quite sure. When Clubhouse launched itself into the world, since to have disappeared again, it I think seems, it's still a thing. I think it's, it's just there. you're not on it's it anymore. Just, I think it, it is anymore. quite popular still. Stress me out. But anyway, Ryan brought to to the forefront for our industry a fabulous salon owner industry, salon owner stories. That's what word I'm looking for. Salon owner stories. Real where, salon owner real stories. Real salon owner stories where he interviewed people within our community mm. about their experience, their story, their journey, uh, their successes. And it's absolutely fabulous to hear because there were so many amazing stories out there of people who were like you, like I, you know, s- small business owners who have dealt with challenges, overcome hurdles, but are doing incredibly well. Yeah. And we want to share these stories with you because there's nothing more inspiring than somebody who's walking a similar path to you. Exactly. Getting where they want to get. So we're going to be bringing that to you as well, which is really exciting. Yeah, absolutely. So keep an eye out for that. Other than that, I think that that's it for this episode. So I hope you enjoyed this special two episode special. And, uh, and again, May we be not the first, because you've probably heard this a thousand times by now, but we would like to have our opportunity to say Happy New Year. Let's together make 2022 something rather special. I've got a sneaky feeling it's going to be a really good one. Yeah, me too. Excellent. All right. Well, we'll just thank you for listening. Please, if you're on iTunes, will you live, give us a review, please? I feel like I ask every episode. How long has it been since oh, somebody left a review? It's been weeks. <gasps> People, come on. Very disappointed. First thing for come 2022, on, come on, come on, come on. leave a review. Give some gratitude. Give some yeah. gratitude to us by leaving yeah, us a review. Like <laughs> it only takes you a couple of taps and only it really does make a, a big difference. Can we make a new rule for 2022? But I don't sing on the podcast. Less singing on the podcast. Podcast, I think. Well, if you'd like to hear me sing more, please let me know. Put that um, in your review. Put that in your put review. Whether or not you'd like yeah. to hear Holly sing more, 
or less. In that case, uh, this is a wrap. We'll see you next time. Toodle pip. Bye, everyone. <laughs>